bro he's ceo owner for like a minute and he's already stealing sinks everybody was right this guy's a pariah bro it's going in there just stealing people's bathrooms and bringing it into twitter or taking it i don't even know anyway <laughs> What a way, what a way to announce you're uh, finalizing the deal, even though it's not uh, exactly official. But apparently, apparently it's done. It's done. And I think Friday is supposed to be the uh, the final date here where they uh, officially announced this thing. Come on in, everybody. Can you hear me? Hello. I hope you can hear me. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Why do you say he's stealing? Because I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good joke, but hey, joking around. Anyway, come on in, everybody. Let me know where you're from. Can you hear me okay? Oh, we forgot to do the music. My goodness. Now we got to do it post. There we go. Good morning, everybody. Come on in. Production value, blah, blah, blah. Elon's buying Twitter. Let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation. Let's see what's going on here. Let's see if uh, this is a good thing or a bad thing. Let's hear everyone's opinions. I'll share my thoughts, and you guys can sort of go off of that, too. So, yeah, big day. A lot of stuff going on today, huh? A lot of stuff going on today. So it's an exciting thing to, uh, oh, let that sink in. Well, that makes a lot of uh, sense now. Why did I not, what, don't tell me that was part of his uh, thing too. Yeah, let that sink in. Yeah. So I'm the dumbest person on earth. <laughs> That's what's really happened just now. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Maybe I should read the tweets here before I share them, huh? Before I make myself uh, look like a dummy. Uh Come on in. Let me know where you're from. <laughs> My God, I'm such a loser. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of this whole thing going down? This is a good thing, bad thing. Give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts. We got people from Mexico, Florida, Norway. We got North Carolina. We got Germany, Michigan, Los Angeles, Sweden. My God, so international. Look at us go. Germany, uh, Washington. That's Washington, right? Virginia, New Zealand. Munich, let that sink in. Thank you. Qatar, host of the uh, World Cup. Congratulations. Compton, California, represent. That's awesome. Canada, 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 Bulgaria, Atlanta, a bunch of other places too. Thank you all very much. New Jersey, Massachusetts, Wisconsin, South Hall, UK, Cardiff, Bay Area, Montreal, Denmark. Look at look at us, people from the world, and now. We all get to hang out on this thing probably here very soon as well, you know? So I'll kick off with that. <laughs> we'll hang out in the sink. <laughs> I'll kick off with that. Here's why I think this is a, a pretty big deal and one that I'm actually very, 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 very excited for. So where to begin? I think that the one thing that's been missing online to me, especially since I started getting into the YouTube call it the you know the content creator game or whatever you want to call it the thing that i'm doing now is that there's there seems to be these platforms that are very like almost monopolistic in nature so they they have a lot to themselves and they're able to like generate everything because they just have the best product out there so google is the best search engine and bing is like second by a, a mile youtube is the premier video um search engine and Who's second place? I don't even know. Who's second place, really? And YouTube happens to be the second uh, largest search website on the planet as well, right behind Google. So the way I think about it is that Twitter 
and Elon alluded to this as well. So let's let's go ahead and pull up one of his tweets that he uh, replied to our boy, our boy Stephen Mark Ryan, friend of the channel. I call him Australia's crown jewel. There is thoughts behind Twitter becoming a competitor of YouTube at some point. So that's what I'll lead off with. I uh, read this real quick. So from our boy SMR Stephen Mark Ryan, if you don't know his channel, solve the minor problem. Go check it out. What are you doing with your life? Awesome guy. Uh, it is insane that Twitter has not currently implemented a YouTube clone. Half my tweets are links to YouTube videos. Twitter does not capture any value here. If users could watch monetized videos on Twitter, Twitter would capture ad revs and massively increase. And then Mr. Elon Musk with a nice little winky face. And then Dave Lee, oh my, would be great for YouTube to have some competition. 100% agreed. And I've been talking about this for a little while now. But I really think the comp competitive nature of having Twitter turning into a company that's built out of the same DNA as like a Tesla or a SpaceX is nothing but good things for the consumer, for you and I who are consuming these social media video sites on a literally daily basis. You and I are hanging out right here on this YouTube video, YouTube live stream, live stream, and we're conversing with each other. But really, the only place where this really happens uh, on, a, on a huge scale outside of, say, China, where the WeChat kind of dominates the the scenery there because they have their own sort of system set up in China, which which is fine. But it's YouTube, you know? And you can make a sort of argument that maybe Twitch in the streaming arena is uh, the premier place where people go watch streams, but I don't think so anymore. I think YouTube is really becoming the end-all, be-all, go here to watch somebody talk or watch a video or something like that. So outside of movies, then you have Netflix and you know HBO and those guys. But uh, in a world where Elon is able to build a team and create uh, Twitter into the that sort of WeChat-like platform that does everything, then you automatically have a couple effects that happen. One is that places like YouTube, uh, companies like YouTube and other companies online that sort of are battling around the arena of multimedia, you know, even news sites, I would put in that category. And there's many others we can think through, you know, finance websites with like wallets and stuff like that. They automatically have a competitor that's very likely to be best in class in a few things. If you take Tesla as an example, Tesla was founded back in 26, 2006, 2007, but it really didn't come, uh, didn't really hit the scene until say 2012, 2013, when the Model S first came out and started making sales. And the one thing that's been evident about Tesla vehicles, if you're pro-Tesla or anti-Tesla, whatever it is, what you have to admit is that Tesla has been able to grow well beyond most people's expectations. And some may argue that Tesla, I would argue this myself, that Tesla has the best car product out there, specifically around multimedia entertainment, sort of like the screen, right? Then the technology, full self-driving, so on and so forth. And just the way that the car operates as a transportation mechanism for people to get from point A to point B. So it changed the game. So that's sort of the point I'm trying to make here. The Tesla changed the game when it comes to cars. You take SpaceX as a next example. SpaceX was founded, oh my God, somebody help me in the comments. I'm gonna say somewhere like early 20, like 2000s maybe, maybe a little bit later, but around the 2000 area. Tesla and SpaceX were founded, I think around the same time. SpaceX may have been a little earlier. But what was the common theme when SpaceX was first built? This is crazy. Elon Musk, what are you doing, you moron? Why are you making rockets that can land themselves? You're dumb. 
What a way to waste money. And then you're going to go start a freaking electric car company. You're the dumbest person on earth. That was the narrative, right? And Elon sort of come out and talked about that to himself. Like, hey, you know, if you want a good way of burning cash, do those two things. Yeah, it makes sense, right? But what is SpaceX now? SpaceX is by far, and this is nobody can argue with this point, by far, by far the best solution for putting stuff in orbit. By far, it's not even close. From a cost perspective, reliability, cadence, right? And it's becoming a dominant, if it's not already a dominant player in space flight. It's not even close. So what's the common theme there? You have a leader in this guy right here, this devil right here, <laughs> handsome devil, whatever you want to call him, that is now going to head this social media company in Twitter. So in my head, I'm like, okay, cool. So you have this person who has a track record of executing game-changing companies and industries that were ripe for disruption. And what the signal that sends me is that this person, I gotta get used to this sort of mirroring effect here. Maybe I, I should like delete the mirroring effect. Anyway, this person is now viewing Twitter and the social media landscape as a place that needs disruption. I don't think uh, Elon would have bought Twitter unless he saw the disruption opportunity in that space. And so that, for me, <clears throat> as both a consumer and a creator, has me extremely excited because there is a lot of opportunities out there for making Twitter into a much better experience for the end user. And in respects to being a YouTube competitor specifically, I think Twitter could very much use its existing sort of platform. And then just like the tweet here said by Steven, our boy SMR, just, you know, I'm going to go like this to say flip the switch. It obviously, it's not going to be that easy. There's going to be a lot of technical work that needs to be done, but you already have the user base. And so if you have the technical expertise to build a, a video network, boom. All of a sudden, you have a YouTube competitor. And then you think about the long-term implications of having something like Twitter under the sort of Musk umbrella. And we talked about this briefly uh, yesterday. So I went on Tim's channel, uh, Oracle Investments. If you don't know who that is, make sure you go check him out, Oracle, Oracle Investments. I was on his channel yesterday. And we talked about Twitter potentially becoming long-term the multimedia platform for Tesla vehicles, where people, you know, your car runs on Twitter, whatever that means. So your car has the multimedia stuff, that's fed by Twitter. It has the games that's fed by Twitter. It's got your ability to check, you know, transact that's fed by Twitter. Who knows? There, there's a lot of opportunities there. But then you're starting to sort of develop. You almost have the capability now to create an OS, like an operating system for people's lives, and especially starting with entertainment. But eventually it could go into finance and it could go into other things that we don't even know of yet. So that that's why it has me extremely excited. And... Elon and his teams have a track record of being very innovative and creating things that maybe many of us didn't expect, sort of along the lines of a Steve Jobs where, you know, Apple would come out with stuff we didn't know we wanted, but then we're like, oh, iPad, that's a hilarious, stupid name. And then you see one in person, you're like, I need this in my life immediately. <laughs> if you're, you know, into that sort of techie stuff, right? So I think in the very same way, Twitter is going to be that. And then the repercussions of that, I believe, is once you have created this sort of end-all, be-all, call it, uh, platform for multimedia finance and so on and so forth. You know, of course, there's going to be competitors, but I theorize that this will likely be best in class in its arena. 
then you have a blueprint where a lot of people are going to have exposure to something that's quote unquote owned or ran by Elon Musk that everyone has access to. If you really think about it, Tesla is a very well-known brand. I mean, we're hanging out here on a live stream talking about Tesla. You know, I can have a channel that is actually doing you know, quite well, basically just talking about Tesla. That's because there's a lot of interest. People are very interested in it. But how many people have actually owned a Tesla? How many people have actually been in a Tesla? How many people have seen a Tesla in the entire world? It's a fraction of a fraction of a percent. It's a very, 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 very small number of people. With Twitter, because it's likely to just be free, and I, I'm sure it's going to be free, and then I'm sure there's going to be some paid sort of alternatives where you're going to be able to enhance your experience, I'm sure. Now, all of a sudden, you have a thing that's built by Elon and his teams, of which are probably going to be the most talented folks in the world. And this thing is going to get in the hands of anybody who could potentially have internet access, maybe save people in China, because they're very sort of restrictive around that stuff. But call it, I don't know, two thirds of the world, 2 billion people, very likely will have access to Twitter in a world where this company, this Twitter company could now be the best platform in the world for social media, multimedia, finance, so on and so forth. So then that sends a signal that says, wow, I just got my hands on this incredible thing. I can't believe how much better it is than everyone else. <laughs> it's so much better than YouTube. It's so much better than Facebook. It's so much better than TikTok. So much better than my bank. So much better than Square. It's so much better than, you know, uh, Coinbase. G go down the list. And it's in this this one place. Oh my God, I love the kind of conversations and ideas that are being thrown around. I feel like we can have a very open forum and talk about ideas and not get freaking banned for saying something that, you know, a very few number of people may not like, <laughs> right? It's just, you know, there's a lot of repercussions here. So, and that in itself then becomes a multi uh, marketing arm for everything else that, that, that Elon owns. But it, it's <clears throat> heavily dependent on Elon executing at a very high level and his team's executing at a very high level to ensure that Twitter does meet those sort of like very high standards that I'm placing on it, I guess. But I think others are as well. And I think Elon would place on the company as well. So think about that effect, you know? The guy that can build the dominant multimedia platform that could potentially touch 2 billion people. And I, of course, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm just using the track record to extrapolate out how Twitter is going to end up. Then those people are going to be like, okay, so now I'm pretty convinced that Tesla has a great product and the stuff that I'm reading online about it being trash is not very representative of what he's done with Twitter. And there goes your FUD, right? If 2 billion people are convinced that the person who's running Twitter is an excellent product, they don't really, they're not really going to care what they're going to read. They're going to be like, wow, okay, but this thing is awesome. Is it? And, and a lot of people I hear are saying Tesla's awesome, SpaceX awesome, and all these other things. Do, are, you, I think that impact, the FUD impact comes down dramatically over time. But it's all very, very dependent on Elon executing at a very, and his teams, again, this is, Elon has like a fraction of a percent of the work that actually needs to be done on Twitter. He's going to hire very, very talented people or keep very, very talented people. That team their onus is to make sure they create the best possible product in that space, and then the rest will take care of itself. But like I said before, they have a track record of doing that. So what do you think? Let's read some comments. Let's read some comments. All right, what do we got? 
Let's see. Let's see. Elon is the only person who has successfully manufactured a product in U.S. since the 80s. Yeah. One could very well say that. A, a, a large, manu a, really like a large, a large sort of object, right? There's a lot of great manufacturers out there that a lot of people don't know about. You know, like, for example, pet food. I used to be in the pet food business. There's a lot of uh, pet food manufacturers out there. They're not really thought of as manufacturers, but they manufacture pet food. And there's some of them are like legitimately amazing. Uh, add video to Twitter spaces, turn spaces into a community. YouTube has yet to solve community host engagement. Bingo. Thank you very much for saying that, the trading vlog. I've been harping on this for God knows how long. One of my biggest pet peeves about YouTube, and again, I'm very grateful for being able to do this. Thank you, YouTube, for the amazing platform you've created. Thank you all for being part of this channel. But the comments section leaves a lot to be desired, and the community aspects leave a lot to, to be desired. Now, YouTube is starting to do community stuff. I saw they have a community tab now, and you know I've chosen a handle for my community thing so i'm guessing they're gonna come out with something but like the comment section itself you know just make a threaded like reddit and address the bot problem and your comment section is a thousand times better already you know it seems like low-hanging fruit but what do i know i'm not a software engineer i'm just a moron on the internet <laughs> uh, i wish twitter would only accept legitimate personal accounts that it will be used to enable direct democracy i think long term that's probably what is likely to happen like long long term and i cover this in one of my videos Twitter, in conjunction with, say, Starlink and some sort of device, if you build the right pri privacy things into it, all you need is your poll stuff from Twitter, and then you create your poll stuff on Twitter as a voting mechanism. Excuse me, I just had some breakfast tacos at 3 o'clock in the freaking afternoon, but I can't help myself. I live in Texas. <laughs> and you can use that to vote on stuff, you know, and you disrupt really the government system in a way because then you no longer need representatives senators those folks right that represent you in uh in, in those places you just vote on issues and then you you agree on a thing and then you create a task force and you get it done you no longer have representatives and senators and people that do that on your behalf now you get to directly influence that stuff but that's probably 20 30 40 years down the road maybe maybe even longer but it's fascinating to think about that becomes the underpinnings of that direct democracy that seems exciting, doesn't it? What do you think? How will working for Twitter be different under Elon? Oh, man. Very. <laughs> so for, speaking from experience uh, at Tesla, for those that don't know, I was there for a little over four years. Thank you, all new viewers. We've been getting a lot of new viewers lately. Thank you all very much for joining. Thank you. Um, it's extremely intense, and there's a lot of onus on the individual, a lot of trust on the individual to get stuff done. From the looks of it, it does seem like Twitter suffers a little bit from the typical corporate America or really corporate thing where folks just aren't really either properly incentivized or don't, they don't really care enough to take stuff on their own hands and make a giant change to the company. So I think what, there's going to be a pretty big culture shock for sure. For sure. Um, I mean, I, I don't want my dog on Twitter. I'll, I'll just do a little, a little, little thing. Uh, it took him how long to come out with an edit button? <laughs> it took, took 10 years, right? I mean, if you have a culture where the edit button takes 10 years to come out, extrapolate that to other stuff and it doesn't paint the prettiest pictures. But Twitter, I'm sure, is filled with very talented individuals. It's just the culture is not, is not I don't think the culture is properly activating that talent to make game-changing things. And that's what Tesla was so amazingly good at is that it had a mission and a uh, an ethos 
where you felt like you were you were part of something much bigger than yourself. And I think Elon's first goal with Twitter is going to be that is going to propagate that culture throughout the entire company where the individual feels like they're taking part of something much bigger than themselves. So in this case, you know, uh, allowing free speech to flourish, allowing uh, news and fair reporting to flourish, um, new ways to create art and content and entertainment. You, you know, you can have you could almost sell this thing as a you are you are in charge of writing the future of humanity and how it converses with itself and how they interact with themselves. You know, you can kind of create this grand vision and then you motivate the individuals to go freaking build it. You know, much easier said than done, but that's how you build a culture, I believe. And I think that's what that's why Tesla is so damn successful because there's that uh, advancing the advancing the, uh, the advent of sustainable transport and transportation. And now with the bot is changing to just making stuff that people love. I don't know. It's evolving, but do something similar with Twitter. And then you all of a sudden you'll have the underpinnings to make it great. But then what you have to do is you have to remove the folks that are anti that culture and people have a right to work wherever they want. If they don't feel comfortable being in that sort of pressure cooker, then that's completely fine. Like find something else, you know, but I don't see that culture being held hostage by individuals. I think the culture is going to be the culture and the people that fit in will do great. And the people that don't will find something else. And that's just how great companies run, unfortunately, or fortunately, really, depending on uh, which um, angle you look at it from. I'm a Twitter blue account holder yet, and my account is suspended. This makes no sense. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, Twitter blue is interesting because it's very affordable. It's like, what, three bucks a month or something? But like you, outside of an edit button, you create spaces, but like it seems... Uh, it seems like it can do a lot. Like the idea about doing video on spaces makes a lot of sense to me. Will Elon be handing out participation trophies to be to, to the fired employees? Oh boy. I I honestly don't want to say too many bad things about the folks that are gonna probably gonna be let go because they're human beings in the end, right? But uh uh maybe. <laughs> maybe medals or stickers, who knows? In all seriousness, Elon is not dumb and knows a stable uh a stable Twitter is worth more than an unstable one with people leaving in mass, sabotaging it. He'll set the culture and give employees a chance to perform a hundred percent. That's exactly what's going to happen. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Thank you. TK two X. You, you said it perfectly. It's not going to be like this. He's going to come in and somebody's going to say something he disagrees with and then they're out. No, that's not how it's going to work. He's going to exactly set the culture. He's going to get his leadership team in place. They're going to be held accountable to execute. And then he's going to, those leaders are going to be in place. 80% of them are going to be like, wow, thank God. Thank God I can finally get this stuff done. My God, I've been freaking hitting my head against the wall to try to get this stuff done. And now I can do it. And now I can do it. And all of a sudden, you're going to see this transformation of culture at the top. And then as you get lower lower down the sort of levels of the hierarchy that's been built there, you're probably going to have a higher percentage of folks that are going to be, you know, attritioned out where, you know, attrition is another way of saying folks are just going to leave on themselves because they find the culture to be way too different. But that's exactly what's going to happen. Elon gets portrayed as this sort of very cutthroaty, very, very like unfair person in the media sometimes. And I just don't see that having worked at Tesla. Being held accountable is very different from being unfair. I think sometimes people conflate the two. They look at being held accountable and the extreme discomfort that comes from 
being held accountable when you don't perform as being unfair. But that's that's not how it works. Is if you're not performing, you're not performing. Like that's just <laughs> that's what that's what it is. <laughs> you know. So I think you nailed it. You nailed it. I'm about five minutes behind. I'm running at 1.5 speed. I will be in the moment soon. Come on, Donald. 2x. <laughs> I'm kidding. Thank you for joining, Donald. Uh, you look so tan and glowy. Thank you. You like my skin? <laughs> what languages and framework do I need to learn to apply at Twitter, you think? That's uh, a good question. I am not familiar enough to answer that question, unfortunately. If anybody in the comments knows anything, definitely help out our, our friend Eric here. Um, time to post videos on Twitter, for real. Yashu, do you want to come on and chat for a little bit, bro? Let me send you a link. Maybe we can get your commentary here. Juju gang. There, Yash. I don't know if you're busy, but we'll send it over to you anyway. What's your name again? Yashu Sharma, right? There we go. All right, let's see what, uh, let's see if we can get Yashu in here. If you want Yashu to get in, uh, post some juju in the comments. Let's see what else we got. Pretty sure that Musk could have bought Denny's and would have <laughs> 43 billion left. Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> How much is Denny's worth? What about people like me who have never been on Twitter because it's been so censored? Do you think user counts will, yeah, 100% they will grow? Yes. I really think so. I really think so. I think it's going to be a, a huge boon. A huge boon to um the user growth because i think a lot of people really respect elon elon i don't think is properly represented in the media as far as how many people actually like what he says but because he says some some somewhat controversial stuff sometimes it might rub him the wrong way it might, might rub people the wrong way but i really think it will grow dramatically i really think anybody who's on twitter who's on tiktok instagram youtube facebook that's like what a billion and a half people, maybe more, probably more. All every single one of those people will be Twitter's and you know mobile bankers. It's like the the, the it's insane how many uh, users it can get. The, the The user pool is giant, so I really think anybody in that user pool is fair game. Fair game. If Elon supports free speech, then how will he punish the toxic or the FUD and liars? I'm suspended on Twitter and just demand the government elite to uphold the USA constitutional. Yeah, I mean, I think what it really comes down to is the way Elon said it earlier was best was just because you disagree or makes you uncomfortable doesn't mean that it necessarily has to be banned. There could be some things done around like reach where if you say something that's like truly abhorrent. <laughs> You just, it just doesn't get pushed. You know, you can still post it if you want. Your inner circle can see it, but it ain't going to be on everyone's timeline because if you're saying some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff that's against the, the rules of the platform, you still say it, but not everybody's going to see it. So I could see that being sort of a workaround, but but there's also things where people get banned for, for just that are very, very like not that controversial. So it's going to be very interesting to watch them dance that very fine line that's going to happen here. Um fascinating to see i think what's going to be f interesting is that there's going to be a platform on how to handle this stuff i think that's going to be born out of this and expect the changes to be very 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 quick that's another thing too that i forgot to say about this whole acquisition twitter has been moving kind of slow with improvements it really has 
Twitter under Elon, this thing's going to change every freaking week. It's going to feel like, right? So it's going to be sick. It's going to be sick. Everything Twitter has done up to now could easily be done with five mediocre programmers. Programmers in the comment section, can y'all verify that? <laughs> uh, Musk buys tw Twitter 12 days before midterms. White Hat and Q team member, no doubt, go Elon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I respect your opinion. They develop an algorithm so that people who don't uh, want to see... For example, racist stuff can push a button and it won't appear in their timeline. That that could be possible. That could be possible. I have no idea how, I have absolutely no idea how they expect to deal with all of the governmental regulations while also not having an algorithm for truth. Fascinating question or fascinating comment. Um, I think what they're probably going to do is they'll probably allow the current sort of like way of moderating content to exist for countries or governments where they feel like it might take some time but say the u.s i think this is where they'll go super ham first and then they'll maybe start rolling it out to say less let's call free speech friendly countries until they sort of tune in exactly what what that means long term um yeah it, it, i'm fascinated to see how they do it these are open-ended questions that we're going to get answers to here very soon once uh, elon takes the helm really starts stops bringing in sinks and freaking people's places of work. <laughs> SMR mentioned the huge opportunity in copy pasting Patreon and YouTube instead of having links sending them to those platforms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can just do everything on one on one um, platform. It just makes all the sense in the world. Twitter employees forgot that their businesses need uh, that the business needs to grow its revenue and profits, maybe lack of vision, mission, culture held back the app. Can't wait to see what an Elon run Twitter does. Agreed. Again, I don't want to say too many, uh, you know, I don't want to crap on um, their employees there right now, but I agree. I think it's more culture than anything. <clears throat> it's rarely the individual. It's usually the culture. And if it's the culture, then the leaders are are uh, sort of at fault here, right? They need to do a better job. So, so happy. Me too. Me too. Tessa Buber Mama, Alexander Mertz. Welcome back. Who wants to come and ask a question or a comment? Let's do that for a little bit, yeah? So I just posted a comment in the comment section because where else would it go? <laughs> um, and I also sent one to uh, to Yash. Let's see if he makes it in. But if you have a question or comment that you'd like to share live, uh, click on that link I just posted here in the comment section. And the only thing I require is that, well, the only things I require are that you have your camera on first. That's a must. Second is you have to have decent audio and a relatively stable connection, and I'll bring you in. And of course, look at this. Tony just not even waiting a second, coming right in. What happened to your hand, man? I broke both of my arms in a scooter accident. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm dude, so sorry. Been Damn, been about dude. a few weeks since I had surgery. But oh. I'm, I'm curious if there's anyone else in the audience who has been in an accident like mine and have Damn. benefited significantly from FSD beta. Because Oh, sure. Yeah, I, like, you know, the other day I was able to go to my doctor's office and, you know, visit family and stuff. And like, you know, I mean, I can maneuver the wheel, but yeah. only having to intervene versus driving it manually the whole time yeah. makes it a lot easier. Like, I, that's amazing. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be able to drive any other car if I didn't have FSD beta. Like, when, yeah, that's amazing. You know, these muscles aren't very strong right now. Yeah. So having to only maneuver in the parking lot 
occasionally intervene. It's, yeah. it's really helpful. That's amazing, man. Yeah, that's that's one of those use cases where it kind of gets forgotten about is like, you know, what, what are different ways that this um, technology can be very helpful long term and like extrapolate this out to the point where it just purely drives itself. And then for folks that have zero movement in their arms, you know, like say like they're disabled or something, my goodness, that becomes a huge uh, like that entire market opens for folks that aren't able to do that. You know, they can, they can just hop in the car and ride along. So, um, yeah, man, I hope you got better soon. Did you have any uh, thoughts on the Twitter stuff? Um, not really just interested to see how it goes. Um, yeah, it'll be, be interesting to see that platform transformed. <laughs> yeah. Same, uh, man. And, and then how much Twitter gets pushed in, in Tesla, like how, how long it'll take before they make Twitter that you can use in your model three and model Y and yeah. how far they go to try and like push that would be interesting. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Like I, I think about, um, if, if Twitter will be the platform they use so that you can like pre-order food in your model Y and kind of integrate it so that you show up at the supercharger and like the in and out already has your order ready or whatever, you know, cause they're, mm. <laughs> they're, they're mm. like, um, sign me up <laughs> now where like the place you really want to go to, like walking there and then walking back, you're, you're already charged and you're kind of like yeah. running back to avoid an idle fee. I'm sure, I'm sure you guys in the comments have had that and you've experienced that too, right? Farzad. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 No, that's a great idea. There's just the opportunities are limitless. They really are. But thanks you so much for coming on, man. Really appreciate you. I hope you feel better soon. I'm going to bring in the folks that I've jumped on. Thank you, man. Feel better soon. I hope you, I hope you do well. Take it easy, brother. All right. We got Eric in the house, Eric in his uh, mobile grooming van. Who's there to say hello. <laughs> this is Norval. What's up, Norval? Norval. Norval. <laughs> nice. He's a sheep. How's too. it going? Nice, nice. Good, man. Doing excellent work. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Elon said something about having like a, a second Earth in Dojo. And mm. every time I've seen him say it twice now. And when he says it, he stops. And and you mm. see the wheels going, you know? And mm. it I just don't know what you do with a second Earth. But he's like in inside a dojo we have a a clone of the entire earth hmm. and then you see the wheels and I, I just have no idea what he's thinking i'm like there's well, gonna be some crazy thing where he's could... gonna do like uh an instant satellite picture of anywhere on earth from starlink at any given time on twitter huh and then here, I'll really blow your mind on top of it. I can't wait. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't like the Dojo clone of Earth, we'll actually send a bot to take a live video. Huh. Right now, this second. And so what What are you trying to solve there? What's, what's the solution you're trying to solve for? Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> But the technology is there to do something like that, right? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think. I think what it is, it's more like. I think it's his way of saying that that that's the kind of technology you need to get to say artificial general intelligence, where you have AI that's aware of its surroundings, and that's an extension of full self driving. So full self driving is a very useful three D space 
thing that they've built for cars. But in reality, all of us navigating 3D space. So if you can use the full self-driving technology to kind of build that earth inside a dojo, then theoretically, you just need to program the object that you're creating to be able to navigate itself through that earth, right? So that's that's how I'm interpreting that comment. Uh, but I could be wrong. And you could be 100% right. Who knows? No, I, I have yeah. no clue. I, and I have okay. no clue that it has anything to do with Twitter. But maybe... Yeah. Since you have a self-driving car and a self-motive robot, maybe yep. you could have one of those posted in all major cities. And if there is breaking news, the car could drive the robot over. The robot could walk right into the scene and be showing you live video of what's going on at sick. a breaking news story on Twitter. Yeah. No That's one a great could idea. have it faster. Yeah, you know? that's a great idea. That's a really good idea. Like you just, yeah. It's an electric car and an electric robot that's just sitting around waiting for a story to break. It doesn't that's a cost really anything innovative after way the initial like Leveraging your technology to do that for sure. That's pretty innovative. Yeah, that's a, actually, I'm going to think about that more. But I'm going to, yeah, we have a lot of people waiting in the wings, but thank no, you, Mary. Appreciate your brother. Bye, Norval. <laughs> thank you, brother. David, how you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Can you hear me Good. okay? You, you sound milky smooth, man. What kind oh, of mic you got over there? Milky smooth. Oh, I've got yeah. a little, one of those little road things, but I've, I I do some stuff here in my little home studio, so I'm kind nice. of set up. You sound uh, great. You do a good job. You do a good job. You really come a long way Thank you. In, in all of that. So Thank you, David. A, a thing that I'm particularly interested in, I mean, I'm excited, and, I, and I'm a, a pretty recent uh, Twitter follower. Um, and it, it's really a place. Um, but I'm, I'm really interested in what it does for uh, utility for sort of the everyday man, like the PayPal functionality and various things like that, that uh, let people do practical work. So like mm. there used to be banks or the post office used to have a banking service before my time. And it was for aimed at like lower class people who really have a hard, you know, have a hard time getting together enough money and all the all the administrative details and things uh, mm -hmm. to uh, establish and maintain a bank account. And so there's a some people think it would really help people out if they had uh, a low cost, easy to access, lightweight banking system for example. Mm. And so people have been talking about the PayPal type of functionality going into Twitter. And I'm just thinking there's going to be a lot of that stuff um, that, that we, you know, we could see move into Twitter. And I think that would be a great thing. Um, yeah. And then the other, the other thing is, do you see a role for uh, sort of an active AI taking a much simpler version of this uh, dojo possibilities? That's basically giving you some sort of, real time near real time about uh the provenance and the reliability uh and the not so much the identity but the genuineness of the people that are commenting on things so mm -hmm. you know so you know you can you can be following some discussion thread and get some ai mediated feedback about how real it is mm. yeah i mean First, your first point, I, I thank you for bringing that forward, because I agree, I think there's a ton of potential there. And I think what that's going to want to be the really the very first use cases where Twitter is going to turn into a 
huge player globally. I really think so. But as far as like utilizing AI to essentially gauge the type of discussion that's being had, like from a perspective of training AIs, and this is not my area of expertise, but so I'm just trying to like sort of extrapolate out my thoughts on what they've done so far. I mean, theoretically, if, if you've built software that can replicate how a human behaves in a car, then why wouldn't you be able to create an AI that theoretically does like like a GTP three type style sure, thing, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, but, yeah. but then you just gear it towards like, hey, what is the substance of what's being said? Um, and so is the value there, uh, David, that you'll be able to sort of like, like identify the the truthiest thing that's being said? Or? I, I, think, I think that's it. I think that's it. Because, yeah. you know, it's very difficult. We're, we're evolved. Uh, you know, to have these kind of discussions person on person and in little groups of people, you know, just a handful yeah. of people. And then it starts to get weirder and weirder the larger the audience gets, you know, mm. and, and the next thing you know, you have politicians you know, go in, in, a, in a big auditorium saying their things in the auditorium and the people in the auditorium are starting to have this crowd reaction, but you've lost that close back and forth and being able to see somebody's eyes and be able to, you know, get the tone of their voice, things take off. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. but that, that, that's just exactly it. You get some another layer of, of sort of truthiness of things. Yeah, no, that's a great thought. I'm going to think about that a little bit more. I think there is like, why wouldn't it be able to do that? But that's kind of the beauty of having somebody of Elon's caliber and the kind of teams that he puts together. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know? it could, it could, it could kind of be telling you like, Hey, by the way, the crowd is starting to get angry. You, you know, here, sure. are, here, here are in our social measure, this is sort of yeah, what, yeah. you know, hey. Put a hey. red background. People are getting <laughs> yeah, pissed yeah, off. Yeah. Or, or, or. Alarm bells start going off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or there's a thing that says, hey, the crowd really liked, the, yeah. the crowd really showed interest in your comments uh, about interest rates. I, you know, whatever. Sure. Whatever the discussion is. Yeah. And, you know, kind of, kind of giving you a, a, uh, a, a much more powerful and larger uh, social perception. Yeah, sort of, I like that. Sort of real time as you're doing it. But anyway, I I'll like let that. you go. You got a, yeah. I'm sure you got a whole line of people. I got a host Thank of folks. So much, but man. David, those are great thoughts, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Bye bye. Take it easy, brother. Bye. Yashu, you want to answer some questions with me? Are you busy? Let's do it. No, how's it going? Yeah. Am I Good, coming man. in okay? Am I audio okay? Yeah, you're coming in okay. Yeah. Let's bring okay. Juan in. I know Juan was up earlier. I think he reconnected. But Juan, how you doing, my friend? Hey man, you. I'm doing doing good. Thanks I'm for waiting, driving. dude. We got a long line today. <laughs> yeah, I'm not driving today. So I was just thinking about, you know, all of Musk's companies are all just interconnected. And so I'm thinking uh, Twitter is definitely going to be used for Mars. It's definitely going to be used like the communications platform for Mars. And I mean, I could imagine Tesla bots in Mars using Twitter to send us messages about what they see or video feeds and we're all able to go on twitter and be able to see what is happening and if it is a catch-all app then it could probably also be used for interplanetary commerce what are your yeah. thoughts on that i like that i think i think that makes a lot of sense as long as the internet can connect with each other from say mars to the earth then twitter can just become the de facto place where people do uh you know sell stuff and theoretically maybe you use starship to ship stuff from mars to earth but that's going to be hella expensive <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure, what do you think i think that's a great idea i think already you can doge tip people on twitter i've seen it before if that's not spam so it's definitely possible it seems like yeah yeah like if you remember great old thought. shows like like star trek they would have the ships would go and then they would have 
uh, little satellites that would be every so many light years and it would be like a relay. So I think, yeah. you know, with, with the way Starlink is, I think it can definitely make that happen. For sure. It's going to be exciting to see. Thank you so much for stopping in, Juan. We got a couple yes, of people sir. waiting, but Thanks. thank you, brother. Thank you for waiting, man. Appreciate you. All right. Let's bring in Donald. Donald, how's it going, my man? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Get the mic Hello. up. There he is. <laughs> yes, sir. We can. How you doing? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. I have a echo. Just a second. No problem. Okay. Um, hey. Hey. Guess what? Good to see you. Yeah, what? Elon bought Twitter. <laughs> this is amazing. Have you heard and about everybody it? Everybody is talking about all the socioeconomic stuff and all the, you know, dojo stuff. And I love that. Um, but also, there are some just just some basic issues that I'd really like to see solved. Mm -hmm. Playing a moving GIF, right? I would just love to see that work because um, what a GIF is, is, um, you know, Elon is an alpha, right? And so he should be able to have alpha on his platform. So with videos, you have the uh, red, green, and blue channels, but there's also an alpha channel, right? So you can you can subtract it out from, you can subtract out backgrounds and stuff, right? So it's okay. like, um, you know, it, Twitter has a default of a white background. If you try to put a, a GIF like that on there, you know, um, so like say I'm talking and you see this whole background on me and I subtract it, make a GIF out of it and just okay. see me. But so like then a, it would like just a background be... remover kind of thing. Yeah, but it's a GIF, okay. right? And also okay. um, for the last 10 years, websites and OBS and a lot of things have been able to play WebM videos. That's like a moving mm. GIF only with sound, right? I see. And I've been trying to get that I mean, I've been trying to get like bigger files to play, moving GIFs and stuff like that on Twitter. Yeah. And it's like restricted to 15 or 20 mega megabytes. Sure. It's just tiny these days. Yeah, I think that's the, like, that, that's the easy stuff that I feel like uh, Elon will for sure do because you know he loves entertainment. So I think stuff like that will definitely be within their like easy stuff to get done. Boom, boom, get stuff out, stuff like that out there out to the public so they can start utilizing it. What do you think, Yashu? Agreed. I think Elon probably already has a list of 10 things that are going to be released in his first month just to yeah. prove a point to everyone. Yeah, those are yeah. those are technicalities. I think they're going to be solved. It's just server issues, hosting well, issues, engineering I hope talent. that's on it because like when you're like advertising someone's video, you can make it like pop out and stuff like that. And, sure. You know, but if if you're like in night mode uh, on your Twitter and you, you have a, a transparent background, it'll be white. So it you know mm -hmm. won't pop out and stuff like that, and you won't be yeah. able to speak because it won't take WebM videos, and mm. the size requirements are just insanely small, right? We're in the we're in 2022, dudes. Yeah, right? let's, that's let's, why Elon bought Twitter. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get it. <laughs> that's the exciting there. part of it. Hell yeah! Thank now, you, there's Donald. All kinds of other yeah. stuff to talk about, but I yeah. you know those main basic things. You know that's that should be that should be. Uh, I love it. I love it, and it's and it's the fact that you like highlighted just the low hanging fruit there of how like a game changing entertainment or thing that you can like technology that you can use that should be relatively easy to implement versus everything else they're doing that's no one else is doing is like 
is great, and that's and what no they're going to do. No one's talking about it. No yeah. one's mentioning it. I tried. I've tried to do this. But for you years. are. But you oh, are. Yeah, <laughs> I want it. I want it now. Get You're it. gonna get it, bro. Thank oh, you, shit. Donald. Thanks. Take it easy, bro. Bye. Bye. Joel, thank you for waiting, dude. You've been uh, like on the wings for like it feels like an hour, dude. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, I can't hear you. I think you're, uh, you might be muted, sir. That might be. Oh, now you're unmuted. You just got to make sure your uh, microphone can't hear you. Uh, you got to make sure your microphone that you have selected under settings is the one that you're trying to get uh, your voice through. So if you go to audio and then mic, you should be able to see the microphones you can. Uh, yeah, that, that. Yes, sir. We got you. Okay. I just well, had we to do tech support here too, bro. We do everything. <laughs> I am Indian, so yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank oh, you. Good. Thank you for your time. All right. Of course. Yeah. What you got? So, um, I mean, I think um, before uh, I think it became aware that um, YouTube was like sort of a good, com you know, needs a good competitor. I mean, I love YouTube. I'm on it all the time. Um, I, you know, I, I definitely think that having them having a good competitor, it will be helpful for YouTube and for just creators in general. Um, and that's been talked about, right? But I think one of the things that Elon's really going to push on because Twitter has so many, so much conversations and so much text is actually being a competitor to uh, the deep minds and the open AIs. Um, mm. Open AI, obviously he helped find, uh, found, but kind of there was some sort of issue going on there where he's not satisfied anymore with what they're doing, but they also need that sort of um, way to evaluate conversations that are happening on their platform so that, you know, they can, you know, let's say in Turkey or in other countries where they're very strict on certain conversations, it could be anywhere in the world, not just Turkey. I just happened to mm. pick that one. Um, mm. They can fill, they can help filter things out. Or if I just don't want to have certain conversations, uh, don't want to see certain things i can filter them out and he's already talked a little bit about that mm. but the other piece i feel like is um that uh the tesla bot needs um strong uh sort of understanding of not just the physical world but of the sort of conversational world as well and so mm. when you when you say and you can probably buy some of those models now but i don't think he wants to buy anybody's models i think he wants to create his own models Yes. And this may be a good platform to do that. And then he could share that in an open source way, because right yeah. now all the models that are out there, they're pretty much going to be charging a lot of money for those. And I think he wants some of that stuff to be open sourced. Yes. So I think I, I think that's like a a big thing. There'll be smaller things, too. Like I, I'm sure they're going to do like a podcast player um, for other types of content, um, you know, so that you can subscribe there. And one of the things that I'd love to talk to you about too is the the innovation. I don't know what you'd call it exactly, but that innovation app that they had at Tesla, where you could see like all the different projects that are going on, mm -hmm. um, and you could jump on a project and help out in some particular way. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're going to be implementing that in in Twitter. But honestly, I'd love to see something like that outside of Elon companies to be used mm -hmm. in other places too. Yeah, no, I, I think those are really great points. I think the the beautiful thing that I think is being missed, especially by folks that are thinking of Elon as like sort of not capable of taking on a, a, a project like Twitter is that 
that AI expertise, that sort of the college software AI, whatever you want to call it, is going to impact so many different things, mm -hmm. so many different things that being at the cutting edge of building those frameworks and that technology is naturally going to give you an advantage over everybody, anybody who doesn't because AI touches everything, right? So I think that's... In my, that's how I think about it in my head, but the way you framed it really helps me sort of understand it too, from the standpoint of like of like like an open AI com like competitor or, or whatever you want to call it is like a perfect perfect example of where uh, whatever lessons they learn from creating AIs within Twitter or whatever they're building, you can borrow the code or borrow the framework that you've built and then just plop it onto something else. It's like you said, like the full self-driving and the bot, like the full self-driving thing gave birth to the bot. What is the Twitter algorithm AI going to give birth to? You know, there's it's endless possibilities. Um, Yasha, yeah. what do you think? I think those are great ideas. I think the funny part is Elon probably realized that the ability to attract human capital is way harder than than regular capital for him at, at a couple of years ago when Tesla started to rise. So I think the Twitter purchase is funny in that respect because it's like, uh. right? It's like, of course, he's going to fire a bunch of people to, to, to set the message, trim the fat, whatever you want to call it. But uh. it seems like he probably yeah. already has dedicated teams on Tesla that he's ready to, to, to probably deploy on the Twitter business soon enough. 100%. I mean, I That's think that point. that Tesla app that you've talked about, I don't know if it has a name and I don't know if you can actually even say the name. But that that is not only an innovation system, but it's also a performance management system as well. Um, yeah, because I know, OK, Farzard worked on this project and this particular component. And this has helped us become, you know, sell this this many more cars or is, you know, whatever measures there are. Um, it's way better than somebody having to sit down and say, you know, do performance evaluations every six months or, or whatever yeah. it is. I, I mean, this. I can tell you like specifically with that app though. So I, I'll be transparent. I haven't been exposed to the app because I believe it's mostly a manufacturing thing. I was on the distribution side. We had our own tools, but from mm -hmm. what I've heard, it's nothing more, and this might be simplifying it, but it's nothing more than an extremely well-built project management app. You know, anybody can really build it. The secret behind why it's so powerful is because of the freaking culture. It's because there's an ownership culture. So mm -hmm. when you have an ownership culture and you have a place right. where everybody can can be owners, then you have magic. So that's really where it starts. But I do think that there is uh, possibilities to sort of innovate around, um, call it task management or just getting stuff done. You know, there's different mm -hmm. ways to do it. And I'm sure if the folks at Twitter now, <laughs> this is so weird to say, the folks at Twitter, I'm sure if the folks at Twitter find it to be something that's useful for society, they'll they'll release it. So it's exciting to watch, man. I'm yeah. so freaking excited. Yeah, so and excited. if there's ever, if there really is a dojo as a service, I really see that Twitter will be a consumer of that service. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure SpaceX as well. But um, because Twitter even especially. like, um, I saw somebody describe the the grabber arms as sort of like a, a uh, in biggened um, hand in some way, where it's got to mm. be very soft. It's got to be very careful so it doesn't squeeze the squeeze the rocket too much, right? Yeah. Or the booster, but it's also got to see it come in and, and it's landing. So I think I think they'll be a consumer. They'll be the first consumers. They'll be the sort of the Musk uh, enterprises will be the first consumers of of Dojo if it if they in, end up doing that for sure. Yeah, which I yeah, hope they do. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you, Joel. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for Sorry, jumping man. on. Appreciate your support. Bye. Yash, what do you think, bro? Let's get your opinion. Um, you know, it's funny. 
three or four years ago, I was telling buddies that I thought Peter Thiel was going to make the first like private nation state. Turns out I was close to that, but it was Elon. Mm. Um, I thought it was going to be Peter Thiel, to be honest. But can we just like, aside from like everything I've said about Twitter and like, um, and like how I think finally this whole narrative of like, is he buying, is he not, is he selling is kind of over, like kind of the sideshow for Tesla investors, let's say. From But aside from that, like, can we just say it's kind of a pseudo, it's kind of a pseudo communist state almost, if you think about it, because Elon wants to make like this WeChat alternative. And of course, not communist in like the strict sense, but like Elon wants to turn Twitter into this banking system, free speech, if you want to call it that, platform, uh-huh. which is like kind of a nation state on its own, if you think uh-huh. about it. And like Elon is going to be governing this free speech, which is, of course, ironic. It's hard to it's hard to govern free speech platforms because it's centralized. Uh-huh. And at the end of the day, that's why, you know, so it's kind of stuck in my head a little bit. Of course, I'm not calling Elon a communist. Or <laughs> saying that to no, him. you are. That's what we're going to take away from this. I'm kidding. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But I mean, I do think it's funny. Elon is basically saying, look, I'm going to be the governor of, of free speech in the same uh-huh. in the same uh, vein that like communist dictator leaders will say like, look, but I'll, I'll have the best interest for you. I have more... I have more um, faith in Elon than than uh, history dictates for communist stuff. But I just think it's like, at the end of the day, how can it be centralized? Well, it can only be centralized if you don't have advertisers. How can you not have advertisers and still have real costs if someone is footing the bill? And at the end of the day, how I think Twitter has to find a way that it can monetize itself without being beholden to advertisers. Yes. But at the end of the day, advertising is the best model. Like I love the advertising model. I'm biased, I know, because I run a lot of media, but I just think it's the best model out there. So I'm curious to see how Elon tries to monetize in a way where you don't have stakeholders that kind of run your company. Mm. So That's fascinating stuff, man. Like I've, I've never thought about Twitter, really any, any sort of, uh, call it social media or media company, well, not really, because again, it has to be multifaceted. So this is kind of new for the USA. Eh? Look at me, I'm all Canadian now, eh? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's wow. Okay, I never thought about that. I got to stew on that a little bit. The the so why why don't you think uh, Twitter can come up with an alternative to advertising as being a model to generate? Like, here's what I was thinking. I'll give you an example, and then I'll let you answer. Sorry. Um, so, what if everybody? If you wanted to use Twitter, say whatever you want to call it, you um, it's paid, but it's microtransactable. So I have a thousand Doge in my account that's equivalent to what, like five cents now. Who who knows how much it costs? But it's like a buck, two dollars. And then every second that I'm on the app, I get charged a microtransaction, and whatever thing I am viewing, uh that creator gets the microtransaction from that attention. So it's almost like it's no different than advertisement, right? But really, I guess in this perspective, it's the the viewer is paying to view content. So I don't know if folks would be willing to do that. But what exactly. do you think? I, exactly. I don't think consumers, number one, are going to be willing to pay very much. I think us in the chat maybe disagree and maybe are more the exception than the rule. So attention itself is a currency is what you're saying. Attention is the currency broad and and just like a peek into the to the advertising model for these big conglomerates for a second like the way that the way that really a lot of the choking of free speech happens in big tech is that you have coca-cola you have 
Disney. You have these big platforms that are spending hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars in advertising a year. And they come to YouTube and they say, look, this guy, everyone is emailing us and telling us your ads are running on this guy's platform or this guy that we hate. You know, I'm getting a lot of hate mail from. Do you want my money? Do you want my hundreds of millions of dollars per year? And YouTube has and Google has a choice and Facebook has a choice to say, no, we don't want your money at the risk of of losing it or yes, we're just going to ban this random guy. For example, like Andrew Tate, for example, has been in the headlines everywhere for getting banned for, for, for what he says. And so it's like, and, and the reason why advertising works is because consumers don't have to pay. Advertisers pay they, for your attention. They get what they want. Um, at the end of the day, you, as a consumer, believe it or not, you're happier. If I had to start paying five cents for every tweet I wanted to view, I mean, I, I'd look at content differently. Um, so mm. again, if Elon is going to foot the bill for, for this and say, look, I'm going to run it on my dime in perpetuity, that's a different story because at that point, Elon's footing the bill, the buck stops with him. But it, at the end of the day, you have to find a monetizable solution. I'm sure Elon's already, and I think court documents even showed a couple of ways that he was thinking of monetizing, but you have to find a way that you don't have big stakeholders, um, in Twitter, otherwise you're going to have the same problem that any big tech company has, and yeah. I think it's it's a tough challenge. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying Elon's not up to it. He's, I mean, look what he's done. Uh, so it, this is, I guess, a smaller scale problem, but it is a problem nonetheless. But I think what's interesting about that is that 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 pro problem you're outlining is the equivalent difficulty of getting an electric vehicle factory up to scale or getting a rocket to return itself back to earth but it's in the media line landscape it's exactly what you described you know it's gonna be hard as hell and i have no idea how he's gonna do it but there's a guy that has a track record of making really really almost impossible shit happen you know it's exactly. kind of like a that's kind of a bullshit statement on my end because i'm like it's kind of like well where are the hard facts that can back that up i don't have them but there's a track record I think that needs to be valued. And you agree with me. I know you agree with me in that standpoint, but I, I think yeah. the point you're making is that it's very legitimate. So we need to see signs as to how he's going to truly address that problem in order for Twitter to become this uh, sort of amazing platform that's being sold to be, right? And yeah, exactly. And I mean, if anyone can solve it, it's going to be Elon at the end of the day. Uh, I, have no, I have no doubt in that. But it is, as you say, like, you know, attention is the currency at the moment. For better or for worse, I think it's for better because consumers don't have to pay. Advertisers and vendors will pay for that. You take that out and you ask consumers to start paying. I think you get different a different user pool altogether on your on your platform. What makes mm. Twitter so great? I've been on Twitter since what I think 2009 or something. Doesn't yeah, like old. And I think you have as well. Yeah. It's, it's what makes Twitter so great is that anyone can hop on, say what they say, and a day later, this tweet can go viral for, for better or for worse, uh, mm -hmm. no good reason. And what, what makes Twitter great as well is, I mean, the ads suck on Twitter. I think we all agree uh, in the chat that Twitter ads are garbage. I've never once yeah. looked at Twitter ad and been like, oh, great, like I wanna buy this SMB <laughs> networking system. It's, it's always, it's garbage, right? Even really? Never? <laughs> no, but, but like, let, let's contrast that. On YouTube, I'll see ads and I will buy stuff on off of wow. YouTube ads. Facebook, I've transacted off Facebook ads because they're very hyper personalized. I think the offers are good. I buy them. I don't care because I actually quite, I have this contrary and take sometimes like I like personalized advertising because what more would you want, right? Like the most personal salesperson coming to you and giving you what you may want. Mm. You can argue against that. 
but Twitter, I've never looked at the ad platform once and been like, this is hyper personalized to who I am. So okay, it's a, it's a big problem anyways. But regarding free speech, you have to figure out a way. If Elon foots the bill, no worries then at that point. But he's already paid $45 yeah. billion for this thing. <laughs> yeah, it ain't cheap. <laughs> Damn. You just gave me a lot to think about, Yash. There's a lot there to unpack. And I know it's been like sort of part of the complexity of this whole... I mean, it's really, I think what you described is a concern from Wall Street, you know, and the concern as to why this quote unquote Twitter overhang has been so uh, existing, I guess, is, is somewhat connected to that is that people believe that this, this, this problem is more difficult. It's just not worth tackling. That's, I think that's what I'm getting out of it. Um, and that's what the market's saying, not, not what you're saying. It's very much worth tracking. Like somebody has to do it, right? I think Elon's thinking in like in, in, in centuries, right? Um, centuries long, maybe maybe millennia, who knows? But he's thinking long, long term, like we need a yeah. free speech town hall. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Wall Street's going to get it. By the way, is Twitter going private at this point then? Yes. Okay, so Twitter going private. Yeah. Do, do you have any Twitter? Do you want to get in on the action? No. Yeah. no. Yeah, I was thinking about it, but like, you know what? I just, I just feel like I'm very comfortable with how my portfolio is set up. I mean, it's... All my stocks are Tesla. I got real estate. Um, I'm working on building this thing now. Like I, I have like a merch store I opened up last week that I'm starting to like make that was dope. its own. Like, yeah, man. Can I show you? Actually, can I show you like one of the some of the changes I made? Actually, yeah. we'll, we'll make this a little interactive because one of the things I really love about you, like you have an excellent merch strategy, dude. Like, <laughs> you you have really good merch. You really do. Thank you. Thank so you. So this is so it's Who themed. Are those models? It's, uh, they're my cousins. Oh, just kidding. Okay. No, they're oh, not. Come uh, on. I wow. so I use Printful. <laughs> I oh, use Printful okay, as my uh, as my provider, but so I made it really like, really clean. And so like there's a theme behind it. It's called the robots are coming. So that's like the overarching theme, and uh, that's the merch. And I, right now I have twelve items on the merch store that are I I designed them all. I picked out all the materials. It's the highest quality material I could get. It's not the cheapest stuff in the world. Like this shirt, for example, if you want to buy it is uh, 39 bucks, 39.69. I did that on purpose. And, um, but it's, it's sourced from very, very high quality materials. Look at me. I'm sounding like a freaking salesperson out here. I've, I'll, I'll be done in two seconds. I promise. Everyone go and buy a shirt right now. Farsupmiswahe.com slash merch. <laughs> there we go. But um, yeah, this is the line that I came out with, dude. And it's, it's like... It's been so fun, kind of like something I never I thought about. It's like I didn't think I would really enjoy this process, but I really, really do. And then I also have a secret merch store that you can only access by being a Patreon or YouTube supporter. And okay. you'll have the password in the Discord. And then you have like 50 items to pick from there. So I only oh, wow. do a limited selection that's public. And then the uh, Patreon and... YouTube subscribers get a little bit more. And then I also did this thing, and I'm really sorry. I'll shut up in a second here because I'm very passionate about this because I'm kind of crazy. There's a QR code in the back of every item that you buy. Okay. And that QR code, that QR code takes you to uh, a video, like a cinematic video that I made. Oh, right, that right. That robots are coming. And then it, right. it goes to this video. Nice. Yeah. Wow. And so this is like the sort of the like why what's what's the language the thought thought process behind this merch is like hey the robots are coming it's kind of creating awareness about the future what we're going to have and That's and awesome. all that stuff so like i i spent a lot of time like really thinking about this and i wanted to do it the right way and it took and i had people like bugging me for the longest time 
get merch, get merch. And I'm like, I want to do it the right way. Right. So, um, so, and I, and I took a lot of your stuff as inspiration because you have this blueberry thing, this, not the blueberry, sorry, Juju, look at me. Sorry. By the oh, way, wait. I have a blueberry shirt. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, I missed that. But I it's, it's a secret, it's a secret merch. Oh, okay, it's a secret it. merch. Gotcha. Yeah. But, uh, but I, awesome. I just wanted to show you because like I, I drew a lot of inspiration from the work you did, dude, because I, I think like when I'm thinking Thanks, of building man. community, like I, I view Yashu as like the gold standard in the in the Tesla community. And wow, that's um, too kind. That, yeah, that's, that's that's too kind. I appreciate that. Everyone go buy some some Farzad merch. The robots come. Everybody go some like the Yashu merch. The theme's good. Yeah. And Thank like you. every every like other season, you can come out with a new theme or something, right? And, and right. You can and you can put a new video out with the with the barcode. I think the that's barcode exactly should lead people. To, I think the barcode should lead people to uh venmo and it's like an auto deposit for 10 bucks too Ooh! <laughs> see that's smart marketing that's smart but, marketing right i mean there. we don't have we don't have venmo up here but if we did yeah it worked yeah yeah i kind of like I, I like tying like a sort of like an overarching message to this and that was kind of my thought process like how can i make it into like an art thing more than anything you know so what's yeah. it We'll see how it does. And uh, I love it. so we're talking about ads, right? Like, okay, so now <laughs> I have this this merch line now that theoretically I could market on its own. And that was kind of th so the thought process, like they almost like live in separate worlds, but I could take this merch line and market it on its own. And I'm curious to see how Twitter works this out. You know, like if it's something that people would actually want to see and I'm not trying to shove stuff down people's throats, but I'm like, hey, look at this thing that I created. Uh, if you really enjoy it, purchase it if not i don't care like it's great like do whatever you want but i, I wonder if there's a way to do it in a very tactful manner and how uh, uh twitter is going to be able to execute against that twitter already suppresses i'm not sure if you've noticed links uh in tweets if you post a tweet with a link in it it'll get half the engagement uh, than you just posting a text tweet it hates mm -hmm. links currently because it's sending people off their platform right they don't like that so mm -hmm. yeah, maybe they would have to incorporate something like that. YouTube, you can connect your merch store too, by the way. So everyone in the chat can see your merch store if you haven't already connected that. I, I would. But okay. the reason the reason why I love the advertising model is because it's like a revolving door. You don't need to rely on one vendor, one person. It's like an open market at all times, twenty four seven. So it's plug and play. Some quarters there's less advertisers. Some quarters there's more vendors. But you don't need the one-to-one -one relation that we're talking about right now with setting up a merch store, connecting to Twitter, maybe them taking a merch fee or a, you know a processing fee. Like that's so that's so annoying. Uh, you know, you'd much rather just monetize space on your on your site and then go from there. So maybe someone in the chat. I think someone in the chat said Tesla ads on Twitter. Maybe, but I mean, mm. I I don't even think Tesla would want to pay for that. <laughs> so I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. Somebody's like, you boys should shave your faces for the next live stream. That's never happening, bro. You want me to get divorced? My wife's going to leave me. The only reason she's with me because I'm hiding my face from her. I uh, will shave. I will shave for that comment okay. person. Yeah, wow. I will shave. You're a good guy. I mean, I was going to, I was going to anyways, but I can pretend like I was going to do it for him. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Boxing. I, I, it was a $5 super chat a while ago. Thank you very much. How can this Twitter acquisition help Tesla? Any thoughts and any suggestions? We've actually talked about this quite a bit earlier in the video. Um, if you want to sort of rewind back a little bit, I'll put timestamps after we, we jump off. But there's a lot of different ways. Uh, in, you know, One of the things that came up in my head was just a multimedia platform, OS call it, for uh, the Tesla. And uh, But there's a bunch of different ways. You know, If, if it's software, then theoretically it can be plugged into the car, period. So I don't know if you have any thoughts there, Yashu, but that's sort of where my head goes to. I think there's TikTok on Tesla now, I believe. There is. Right? Yeah. 
eh, who cares? I mean, I'm not using TikTok on anywhere, but I'm not using social media on my Tesla. I just think yeah. the use case is too low. I'm, I don't think it's going to really move the needle, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to wrap it up here, Yash. We're a little over an hour. I'm going to do a little outro to my video. Since I already plugged the merch, I was going to like unveil the trailer that I released for those that haven't seen it. But I don't know if you want to stick around for that or not, but it's going to be a couple minutes. But it's up to you. I, I will head out and uh, I'll watch in the chat. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for Take your time, brother. Peace Take guys. it easy, brother. Thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate you, Yash. Yash is the best. Isn't he the best? Anyway, thank you all very much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. I think uh, this Twitter acquisition is going to be uh, a game changer. Honestly, I really do think that it's going to have pretty game changing consequences to the really just the landscape of social media, multimedia, news media, really anything we consume on the Internet. And it's not just going to be reserved to one thing. It's going to be reserved to many things. And uh, that's one of the fun things of being sort of plugged into this call it tesla spacex now twitter thing is that it's so far reaching you're hitting so many parts of culture now that watching this unfold over time becomes something that's um just really fun really fun to talk about and i really want to appreciate uh, i really want to say thank you to all that follow the channel your support means the world i love talking about this stuff with you all thanks to everybody who jumped on and asked their questions and shared their comments thank you yashu for dropping in and uh conversing with me and, and our community as well and yeah before we leave real quick for those that are not aware uh one of the ways you can support the channel is by um if you wanted to buy some merch you can i just released this line uh of course i'm not sharing it on my screen why would i my god Ugh. The robots are coming. <laughs> so the thought process is like, you know, we have a future of abundance coming and we want to make sure that we create awareness around that. So I wanted to have some sort of uh, uh, a big, a big sort of theme behind it. A lot of you have already seen this, but I really just wanted to play it out with a little um, trailer that I made that is, you know, it's pretty corny, <laughs> but I'll go ahead and share it anyway. Uh, I was working on this for uh, a few days and I, I couldn't really settle on the theme but I think I finally did. So we'll use this to uh, play out the stream. Thank you all very much for joining and we'll see you around. Take it easy. Humans, we become aware of our surroundings. We embark on our daily journey, our routines, our life. We do things that make us happy. We sing, we dance, we play, we work. We ask ourselves if we're happy, if we are doing what we are supposed to be doing. We often run out of time. We don't achieve our goals. We question our destiny. We work on the things we have to work on, not the things that make us happiest. We attempt to create more time. We would do anything for more time what if we could have more time? So much time, in fact, that we never do what we have to, but what we want to. We want nothing more than a future of passion. A future where we spend every second maximizing our happiness. We embark on a mission to create time, to bend the laws of physics, of space and time, an effort so intense, so outrageous, that we often question if it's the right one. 
perhaps a path too ambitious, a path that leads to chaos, unrest, disruption, catastrophe. A road to hell that's paved with good intentions. But we know it's the only way. It's the only way where all of us, not just a few, are able to experience time as it's meant to be experienced. An experience where everything feels right, where the seconds are spent not wondering if they are being wasted, but instead being grateful for having the chance to experience them. Regardless of what the future holds, what that end result is, what our end game looks like, one thing is for certain. The robots are coming. The robots are coming. <laughs> ah, I get so nervous watching it, dude. I don't know. It's like very vulnerable. Anyway, merch. Fazabispahi.com slash merch. Robots are coming. Uh, you know, make a, make a red line. James Dam was just talking for to us right now. Anyway, thank you all very much. Take it easy, everybody. Mwah. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye, James. <laughs> Bye, everybody.